Well, whenever you're ready, go ahead. Hi, Justin. Uh, hi, Ryan. There's no theme music today. Oh, that was what you said was better, was was Listen, you going, hi, like Justin. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back to Big Snackers uh, Season 2. We're going to call it that because we took a break. <laughs> yeah, I guess we did have, well, it was like an English well, season of television. Yep. What happened was that the holidays caught up to us and we got busy and now we're back, but we're back weekly now and we'll how be here every week. How come you didn't play that Eminem song, man? You guess <laughs> who's back? Back we, uh, again. I'm in Vegas right now in a suite. Can you see it behind me? I got a kitchen. Yeah, I was about to ask you, that's super weird when you go in a hotel and they would have utensils for you to use for like cooking and stuff. We're in a, a suite. I don't know. It's like on the strip. It's pretty nice, actually. It's cool. What's I, so sweet hate, about it? <laughs> I hate I hate big cities, but I do like Las Vegas, so I'm here. That's so weird that you like, of all places to like, that you would like Las Vegas. I love it. I love being here. But Why? I don't understand. <laughs> we can get into it in a little bit, the creepiness of Las Vegas. I definitely have. No, like, we've, ta- we've talked about the creepiness of Las Vegas, but you... But that place is like the worst place on earth. I love it. I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> I'm like a weird dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, we took a break. Now we're back. We'll be back every week starting now and every other week. And we have a lot of good guests coming up. Even today, we have a good guest. Uh, Mike, the guitar player in the All-American Rejects, is going to call. So that's pretty cool. Who is actually one of the coolest guys ever. And I will go on record and say that after knowing him for a while... Due to the fact that he's in arguably one of the biggest pop punk bands of our generation and probably has millions of dollars. Yeah. Like he does, I'm sure. Yeah. He is more down to earth and cool than bands I have toured with that play VFW Hall. So he's a very cool guy. So I'm excited for him to call in. And I guess we have a lot to do. So we should just get started. Okay. But thank you for listening to Big Snackers and we're happy to be back. Before we uh, get too into news things, I would like to say that I've missed you, Justin. Uh, I miss you, too. And I'm excited to be back at your house next week to do this not over Skype. I'm not on tour right now, for people that don't know. I'm actually at my friend's wedding, so I hate airplanes, and I haven't really taken a vacation in the three years mixtapes has been a band for real, so I decided to drive out here. So we're just in Vegas on the way to L.A., so I'll be back home next week. But uh, last night... Me and my girlfriend of my friend Nathan, who lives out here, and we, I, you know, like when you're in Vegas, I'm sure you know, in a lot of big cities, there'll be the weird guys, and they come up and they'll just be like, Oh, you want to go to a strip club and have like a card for you for like a discount? Yeah, yeah. I already think that's kind of weird, but whatever. I'm just, you know, I'm like, No, thanks, man. I'm good. And I, right. can, I can 100% say, if I was completely single and here by myself, I would still be creeped out and say no. Like, it's such a creepy concept to me in the first place. I don't know why you would say no ever. Well, because then last night, and I don't know if you've ever experienced this, this is like some taken next level Liam Neeson shit. Nathan and I are just walking out of Caesar's Palace, just walking down the strip. This guy with dreads comes up, stands right in front of us, like blocking our path. I'm like, I'm a pretty big guy, and like my friend Nathan is two times bigger than me, and like he's not even a fat guy. Like we're just walking, he gets right in front of us and goes, "Hey, what's up? Listen, I got a free limo waiting for you to take you to a strip club." <laughs> <laughs> I've never even experienced that. Well, that that. Actually, isn't a bad uh, tactic, really. I guess. I do you trust that? Would you get in the limo? There's no fucking Ryan, getting that. Limo. Are you telling me that the end of the story is not you getting in that limo? Absolutely not. We both. Why? Like, what? No, we're good, man. You mean after all the times we've told people that if somebody tells you emphatically to get in a car, you should always do it? Yeah. But I have a feeling if I got in the limo, I would not be talking to you right now. Don't you remember the guy in uh, Baltimore that came up to... Uh, yeah, no, I mean, no. I remember the guy in Baltimore that went yeah. up to, uh, to uh, Nathan, right? Yeah, Nathan and Zach and Jerry went, Woo, come on, get in, get in, woo, oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, it was, it was a black guy in a pink Cadillac. Yeah. And he was like, hell yeah, hell yeah, get yeah. in the car. And he didn't tell them where it was going or what it was for, <laughs> and we were both very disappointed in them for not getting in the car. Now, the fact that you have now become a hypocrite, I mean, I don't know how you feel about being such a hypocrite about this. I guess you're right, but yeah, this dude with dreads. And then I also will tell you that uh, the shirt that I was wearing last night is uh, No Sleep. Like, you know, our record label yeah. has a shirt that's just the Operation Ivy logo ripoff, and it just says No Sleep instead of Operation Ivy or whatever. Mm-hmm. This Mexican guy that very loosely spoke English 
walked up to us and goes, oh, an Operation Ivy. And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, talked about how he used to be run to them. And he's a, he's a strip club promoter, which I think that every single person lives in Vegas is a strip club promoter. Well, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm not convinced they're not. And then he starts talking about Operation Ivy. And he goes, you know, have you ever seen them? And I was like, dude, they broke up in like 1989. Like, no, I've never seen them. And he was just like, yes, but, uh, and then he starts telling me about how the Sex Pistols did a reunion last year and he saw it. I didn't have the heart to tell him that the Sex Pistols might be one of the worst bands of all time. Well, and also, I don't think he's I don't right. Have the relevance? Like, I, I also don't think he's right. Is he? Did they do no, it? No, I don't think that's true. Because I didn't ever think that John Lydon would play that music again. Well, I mean, not that you're no. really playing anything, but still. Yeah, that was very strange. And also, Operation Ivy, I feel like doesn't really segue into Sex Pistols too well. No, not really. I guess I'd be like, oh, you like Hank the Third? Well, did you know that Brad Paisley's coming up? <laughs> what? How I old was this guy? Probably 40s. He was not young. So, but he wasn't old enough to really have been... No. You know what I didn't. mean? Like, he probably was still a kid when the Sex Pistols was around. Like, even Operation Ivy would be pushing it at that point. Yeah, he was great. I mean, Operation Ivy broke up when I was six years old and I'm 30. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> it's like... Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's like, also, I, I think you would probably agree with me, is I love Operation Ivy. And granted, the older I get, I don't listen to them often. I still no, love them, but yeah. they're a band that I don't really need to see a reunion now because they're old and I don't think it'd be good. Yeah, I agree completely. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see... There's no there's no amount of money that, like, I, even if it was really cheap, I don't think I could bring myself to see Jesse Michaels do that. Like, you know what I mean? Not even like, Jesse Michaels, much less Tim Armstrong. No, oh, no, I mean, well, Tim Armstrong at least still sort of plays music. Well, no, I guess he doesn't really. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> yeah, I guess what you want to call it is that, but still. I mean, I don't know. It was kind of like when, uh, what was his, his other band? What was Common Rider was around? Common Rider, yeah. And, like, it was like, eh, I just don't have any interest in seeing that, you know? I just, it, there comes a time, I think, like, when it's just, it just doesn't matter. Like, it's, I mean... I saw the Descendants about two years ago, and they did sound great, but it was just kind of like, it was at the biggest venue in Chicago I've seen. It was like bigger than Metro. There was like 3,000 people there. They played for like an hour and a half, and then did three encores. And I have a Descendants tattoo. It's not like I'm a casual fan. But literally by like the second encore, and then there was a third one, I was just, I was completely done with it. Well, I don't need... Like, I just uh, didn't care. As we, as, as I'm sure, I mean, I, I think this, and I'm sure you think this as well, is that... If the, like, I'd be 45 minutes about as much as I'm going to tolerate from anything. Like any, any band. punk band, especially. Like you a know? punk band, like, I'm not one to make rules and say what's punk and not punk, but if you're playing loud, fast songs, yeah, you don't need to play for an hour and a half, yeah. ever. Like, because, like, there's, like, I mean, I don't even like Pennywise, but they play for, like, an hour and ten minutes, and oh, it's oh. like, why? Like, I mean, I guess I understand, because, like, if you start playing one thing and all you're playing is that same exact thing over and over again, you kind of get lost in it and you just end up playing for longer than you meant to. But Very like, and so like, I mean, I guess like if the weaker than's played for an hour, that's fine. Cause their songs yeah. are long, you know, whatever. That's fine with but that's me. That's still an hour. You know, it's still an hour yeah. and a half. And I was going to say is, you know, the counting crows are my favorite band of all time. Oh like, Jesus. I, they I play them. way too long. I went and saw them at like the arena in Cincinnati after an hour and a half, and this is my favorite band. I do not think they've made a bad song, a bad record. I love the Counting Crows. I know you love them too. Yeah. I love everything that band's ever done. Like, I literally know every song by heart. After an hour and a half, I literally left because I was bored. And I talked to some of my friends. They're like, yeah, they played for like three hours. And I was just like, I don't ever need that. Yeah, there's nothing that is necessary <laughs> about that in any way. But, uh, so I digress. Is My point was basically that Vegas has a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. Uh, tonight, tonight we are going to see the Broadway show thing, uh, Absinthe. I'm actually excited. It's supposed to be amazing. What is that? It takes place inside like a tent. There's just literally in the parking lot of Caesar's oh, Palace. That sounds really fucking great. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's supposed to be good. We'll see. I got discounted tickets. I'm not. I've never. Is it a into play? Music. Is it a play or what is it? It looks insane. Like it actually. Like I literally did look it up and I couldn't find a bad review. Like it's acrobatics mixed with like. Fire breathing sword stuff. Nah, I'm done. Comedy. Nah, you can. It's okay. No, that's fine. I hope you but, have fun, but I don't need to hear about it. 
like i mean nothing against that kind of stuff but like cirque de soleil and all that kind of thing like i don't care it doesn't interest me in any way so i'm just like i, I agree with you i'm pretty much the same way so i mean i'll let you know next week if for some reason it was like mind-blowing but we'll see it was either that they're just or, gonna uh, pump that tent full of gas and make you pass out and then it's gonna fuck you and you're not gonna know oh, i hope so so uh anyways how were your holidays Oh, they were all right. I don't know. I mean, it was fine. I didn't really do a whole lot of anything in particular. Uh, I've just been working a lot because I got a new job, and then that's about it. What's your new job? I don't even know. Uh, I I still work at the same place, but I just do a different job now. Like, I got a promotion, basically. Do you get more or less interactions with the truckers? uh, It'll depend on the day. Like... We now are moved to a different pl- different terminal, so my um, so my office is is separate from where the truck drivers are, but it's a garage, so they'll be over there getting their trucks and stuff, you know. Okay. And I'm sure asking me awful inane questions all the time, but I do, I do. They did hire uh, uh, thirteen new mechanics, which I will be working okay. with. So and like interacting with on a daily basis, which means that I'll be interacting with essentially the same people as truck drivers, only they're just diesel mechanics. So okay, well that sounds good. Yeah, I, I mean there's already to... there's already one guy there that has uh, uh ha- that actually has a tongue ring. So people still have tongue rings. This guy does, and he's younger than we are. Oh my gosh, that's the. Uh... Well, I feel like even people that like got tongue rings back in the day at this point would have realized the mistake that they made brother he drives a lifted truck with flames on it you think he ain't gonna have a tongue ring i mean like i get that you know everyone's different everybody has their opinions and i'm wearing bright yellow nike shorts right now and some people probably think i look stupid yeah but But i think a general general consensus is that a tongue ring on a guy or a girl really yeah it's pretty pretty stupid if you get look if you get a tongue ring or an eyebrow piercing. Everybody knows. Like, everyone knows that you're kind of an awful person and nobody should hang out with you. I agree with that. So, I'm excited to be back. I know today we don't have as much time, but the next few weeks I have a lot of really good ideas. And I think uh, Big Snackers is going to be better than ever. Yeah. And I guess, we, I know you had a few news stories to talk about today. I had a few things I wanted to talk about. My main thing I want to go over today is that for people listening that aren't from Cincinnati, which is probably almost everyone listening, minus a few people, is that uh, Justin and I both come, I want to say that... Uh, oh yeah, we both come, alright. The west side of Cincinnati is a interesting place, and yeah. there's, a, there's a state route highway called 128, mm-hmm. and... It's the road I grew up actually, on. <laughs> it's actually, uh, it's, even on the worst nights by Mixtapes, our album, kind of, it's funny, because I was born in Hamilton, and I live on Mount Hope now. And all the artwork from that record takes place just driving down 128 because it was kind of like my growing up and like the theme of the record. But uh, it's a very interesting stretch of very redneck, white trash, weird highway. Yeah, it is. To, get, to give people perspective, there is a uh, in, there's not only like a bunch of antique malls and shit, but on this same stretch of highway, uh, you will find a tiny um, theme park named Stricker's Grove. That has yes, probably we, the most unsafe rides in existence on it, or in it. We shot uh, a music video there in Bad Parts. You can see it. And uh, that's a story in of itself I'll tell next week on the podcast about how the guy working there gave us permission, but we didn't realize he didn't have any say, and then the owner showed up and got really mad. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell that story next week. But uh, and then, but then on the other, uh, but then if you continue on that road, you will also come across... Uh, not one, I mean, you'll come across one drag racing place, and then on the other side, if you go the opposite direction towards, uh, Cleves, if you go to the Cle, the, the name of 128 is Hamilton Cleves Road, because it goes right. from Hamilton to Cleves. Um, if you go and towards... everything in between there is magical. Yeah, so on this stretch of road is, is that, um, there, and then also there's a place called, uh, a place where there's an event called Gravel Rama held every year. Where rednecks bring their cars and drive on a nondescript 
just wherever they decide to have it, like oval of gravel and shoot gravel all over whoever is sitting around watching it. And there's hundreds of people sitting there who don't yeah. mind this at all because they're all drunk off of beer that is sold in old milk jugs that they that these guys sell out of the back of a pickup every year. And then some rednecks bring their cars and they drive them up a giant hill of rocks. So it's really fun, I guess. I don't know. And then... Uh, you know, that's but you'll pass about fourteen Angelo's Pizzas, which is the name of a local pizza chain in Southwest it's not Ohio. Good. Yeah, well, it varies from location to location, but overall, it's not very good. I'd say it's probably eighty twenty. I also would like to say that I think you uh, forgot maybe one of my favorite things as at Shrikers Grove, which is already the creepiest amusement park you'll ever see. They have something called the Meanest Man Contest. Oh, yeah. Which, Which I would like to is, and, and Justin can verify that I'm not exaggerating, yeah. is that literally a bunch of hillbillies get drunk, get in a wrestling ring, and they just fight and beat each other bare knuckle until one Oh no, Well, not bare knuckle. They, they they did away with the bare knuckle thing. Like, they probably, used to do bare Yeah, knuckle. they did. I mean, but the thing is, is that like when you say used to, it's like five years ago or six years. I mean, it not was like not. The, yeah, it was like it was within it was within the 2000s. They, get, they did away with the uh, bare knuckle rule. Which is funny because you'd think that everyone would, you know, kind of agree that the bare knuckle boxing match is sort of a thing from, yeah, like you said, like the 1960s, not the 2000s. Not only that, like these people are literally like wasted. Like they oh, get yeah. drunk and they just fight each other. And it literally is called the meanest man. Concept. And like there's, there's like, there are referees, but they don't kind do of. anything because they're also drunk rednecks. So they're just standing around watching these guys get pummeled and not the stopping the fight at all. The referees, I think, are there not to make sure people don't get hurt, but they're just literally there to make sure no one dies. Oh, yeah. And even then, maybe not. They're actually just (laughs) there. I think they're just there to get drunk. (laughs) Because they just, like, I saw a guy get his nose broken within the first 10 seconds of a fight, bleeding everywhere. Slipped in it, fell down, and the guy still punched him in the face like four more times before the ref finally stopped it. (laughs) He slipped so, in his uh, own blood. Do you understand? <laughs> That's yeah, I think, so I think we gave an accurate description of yeah. 28. And Hamilton is uh, the biggest town along there. And yeah. I want people to understand, this sounds like it's like from The Onion or Huffington Post. This is a real news article. This is recent. It's in the last few months. And this is on like our local news. It's not like a joke website. Yeah. And in Hamilton, where Justin and I both live about 15 minutes from, I want to read this. Edwin Charles Torbegerda III, 34 of Harmon Avenue, was arrested June 17th for allegedly stepping out his back door naked at 1.20 p.m. and having sexual relations with a rubber pool foot. <laughs> now, that's good enough in so many different ways that I can't even say it. Two best or maybe worst parts about that story. Number one is a reason that he got caught it's because the neighbor's children came outside and saw him. Which is and like... They told, told their parents. That's the thing that's like a Hamilton thing, though, is that parents there don't give a shit about their kids, so their kids are up no. at 1 o'clock in the morning walking outside. And so it says uh, the neighbor's 10-year-old daughter was enjoying her new swimming pool when she ran back inside and said the neighbor's doing something weird out there. Yeah. So your kid, your kid who's probably like, how old was she? Six, ten? Ten years old. Is outside at one in the morning in a swimming pool unattended. Right. And the neighbor comes out and fucks Shamu in front of her and everyone's very surprised. Like, I don't even know which part of that is worse. I guess, I mean, obviously the fucking the pool floats the worst, but... Like, the yeah. fact that this kid's outside at one in the morning in a fucking pool just floating around is fucked up. And I'm, I, that's, I'm not even done with the best part of the story, is that, uh, are you ready for this? Yeah. He actually had just gotten out of jail for one <laughs> month when this happened for doing the same thing. Here we go. What? The same thing. I mean, th- this is, you know, the other thing is, is like, if this is a thing, okay, if this is a thing that you like to do, like if you're into like, I don't even know if it's necessarily like, I wonder if the first time was not I don't even know. Well, I mean, I wonder if it was the first time in front of kids too, or was it just, he it just say, I don't, I don't see, know. that's the thing is if it, if it wasn't, if it was just, 
If it was always in front of kids and this guy has a problem, if it's not and he just does it because he wants people to see him, then why doesn't he just like start a webcam show? He could probably make money off this. This is kind of a marketable thing. You and I would pay for it. Oh, yeah, I would absolutely pay. I mean, I would at least pay the first time and then maybe the second time just to verify that I saw what I saw. But I agree, and I, w- I want to just point out my favorite parts of this article. There's two or three quotes that just are mind-blowing to me. So, okay, first thing says, so now we're looking at putting our daughter into counseling. Here's, here's my thing about that and why I hate America right now, which yeah. I shouldn't say that. Every country's stupid, but you let your daughter at 1.20 a.m. out in a pool unattended in, like, Meth County of Ohio. Uh-huh. And then she sees something messed up, which, yeah, that's terrible. Like, honestly, I do feel really bad for that little girl. Yeah. So instead of trying to deal with it or being a parent, you're going to throw under counsel. Well, yeah, but this is the thing, is that they're ho- <laughs> this is why they're, they're doing it. Is because, yeah, A, they don't want to be parents. They don't want to act like parents, so they don't really care. You know, They'd rather that somebody else watch their kid than they do. But B, it's because now that you know this has happened, uh, they now, like, they're starting to see, like, dollar signs. Like, oh, we can, you know, yeah. we can get our kid in counseling for free, and we can do this for free, and maybe we can sue the county because, you know, she's all fucked up off this thing. And they're probably telling this kid to act more fucked up than she is, and she's probably not even that much. She probably just has the question as to, like, what was that man doing? I was going to say, is that, yeah, I think she was 10. She probably doesn't understand what she saw. Like, when I was 10, if I walked into my, nar- my yard... To what, your nar... Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> oh, your nar yard, brah? Did you? Is no, your yard nar, brah? When I was ten, if I walked into my yard, yeah, to play with like my GI Joes and saw the neighbor naked, like humming a pool float, I would not have understood what I was saying. Which honestly, with with the Dwyer family next to you, wouldn't even be that strange. I've seen that. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. My neighbors are weird. Yeah. Uh, the best quote after that says, "I feel like as public citizens." We need to be warned of things like this, she said. <laughs> warned of things like this? What? <laughs> There's not some epidemic of dudes running around <laughs> fucking pool floats. Exactly. And that's my other favorite. And my other favorite is this. Kristen, a neighbor, said he was a nice guy. Whatever crimes he's committed, they can be remedied by therapy, not prison. And I've talked to him. He said he was trying to change. <laughs> oh, was I'm that? Picturing this, I'm picturing this serious conversation between these two. While I'm Listen, picturing like, it, Listen, I, I know it's wrong. I, I know, but I just like them pool floats. I'm picturing oh. it that while she's talking to him, he's fucking a pool float. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to change. Like, what are you doing in your pants? And he has like a little like floaty device. <laughs> like, small. Yeah, he has like uh, one end he cut off of a, of a pool noodle that he's. <laughs> <laughs> trying to change. I promise. I'm just, you know, scaling down. It's kind of like when you quit smoking. You know, you have like one cigarette one day and then like none the next day. You know, I just kind of... <laughs> this pool floaty this pool floaty piece is kind of like my nicorette, man. This story was way too good to not bring up. And anybody that's listening to this that thinks we're being mean can just not listen to us anymore. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Like, I yes, care. that guy does need therapy, but like, honestly, yeah. if you can't laugh at somebody doing that, then you're just an asshole, just like he is. So why don't you go fuck a, full, yeah. a pool float in that front of some does, kid? Does need help, and I hope he gets help. But that guy fucked a pool float in front of a kid. I, that's yeah. funny. I'll but, be honest with you. Like, I hope that um, you know that he uh, ends up making money. Like I said, off of this, I don't care. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's horrible that he next week on the show. Let's, maybe we need to present this. To him. Oh God. I wish that we could get him on. I don't even know how we would, because the problem is you have him on is that he's probably going to think you're making fun of him. Well, we would be a little bit. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. But I definitely have more of an interest in trying to further his career of pool float fucking than I do anything well, Unless, I, think we need to, I think we need to start his career oh yeah I mean, yeah i want i want to go from like the free shows that he's doing in the park to like you know <laughs> prime time on the internet and i think this just goes to show how the government sucks because he's in his own yard i don't see the problem yeah she shouldn't have been looking over there what's wrong with her <laughs> it's his yard uh, but I, I had to bring that up. It was too good not to. It yeah. really sounds like a fake news article when it's not. It happened <laughs> within 15 minutes of our house. It so honestly it, it is. 
yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is like if you okay, if you want never ending entertainment, I mean, for the most part, follow like go online like on whatever newsreader you use and just follow the Hamilton Journal website. And, and, and or like I was going to talk about some bands today and like a few other things which we could do next week because that was too good. Oh yeah, to discuss. Yeah, so, but follow that website and and or if you can find the Hamilton Police Blotter website and just oh yeah, just read oh, yeah. the things that are happening there because you're going to find some real gems like that all the time. Have we told the story which today we won't get into it, but next week we will if not about you and I getting arrested for counterfeiting in the same area? Yeah, I think we did. I can't okay. remember if we did or not, but we'll we'll. I mean, we could talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, no, we didn't. We didn't talk about it uh, on here. We I talked about it on the other podcasts that I do. But, we should talk yeah. about it on here. Yeah, Are we you will. On me or something. But you know about my other podcast, Ryan. I don't really. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, man. I I quit. I'm gonna. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right. See. You. Uh. So I know you have some news stories. Uh. At some point, Mike. Small American Rejects will probably call in, but we'll uh, get him to chime in on them from the middle of them. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, hit me with them, brother. Go ahead and hit me with them, brother. Do you want a nice story or a story uh, that's very predictable that this was going to happen or probably the worst story I've read in uh, this year or, well, in the last, like, six months? Well, are you asking me the order? Because we're going to do all three of them, right? Yeah, we're doing all three, but I'm just asking you, yeah, the order. Well, let's start off with nice. Let's, uh, after that last story, maybe we need something that doesn't involve uh, pool fucking. All right. Um, uh, this is actually about a friend of the show, if you can believe oh, okay. that. Um, rapper Tyga, uh, oh. during during Christmas time, uh, went on a mission on the internet to try and get a kid a kidney. And he also went to the uh, the um, children's hospital and like brought a bunch of uh, toys and all kinds of things, which. The way they write this on the website is the worst because you can tell it was written by, like, it was taken from, like, a press release, basically. Right. It says, Tyga recently surprised 60 kids with all sorts of gifts and goodies, including fresh clothing, music, and and whatever Flip's headphones are. What are Flip's headphones? I've never heard of that. Please please tell me that... Was he providing the kids with his own music? Because that's not a prison. Oh, God. No, that's horrible. They would probably actually... That's maybe to a kid's help. <laughs> if he was actually trying to kill them. Yeah. Um, but then he talked to some kid who uh, who needs a kidney desperately, and he's been trying really hard to get on... Uh, I guess get people on Twitter and Instagram to like uh, reach out and help this kid out or whatever. Well, Which that's is actually really awesome. Yeah, it's really nice of him. And uh, that's par- the best thing Tyga has ever done or will ever do in his life. Yeah, I don't. I didn't even know that he was like popular enough to have that kind of pool. I think I. I don't know. I. Well, we should have him on next week and have him back and we'll ask him about it. Actually. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we can do that. But that that's cool that Tyga did that. Good for you, Tyga, because literally after making a song like Rack City, like you have, I think you owe the world something good. Oh yeah. There's no doubt about that. So, good for you trying to help a kid and get a kidney. I hope uh, he's successful. Yeah, I hope so too. That was a nice story. There's not even much funny to say about. Yeah, it. no, no, no. Let's go with uh, the worst thing you've ever heard. You sure you want that right now, or do you want the most? No, predict- let's save that for last. We'll okay, yeah, let's save the best. You want the most predictable thing that possibly could have ever happened? Yeah, let's do that. You may have heard this, but I don't know. Young Jeezy arrested for false imprisonment, battery, and terroristic threats on his own son. Yeah, that's uh, I heard about that. That's predictable, and it's awesome. Yeah, he uh, apparently <laughs> he um, he got into a fight with his son in a bathroom, and then threw <laughs> then threw his son into a glass shower door, and then punched him in the face, and drug <laughs> him into the bedroom, threw him on the bed, and then beat the shit out of him. How old is his son? But, but then his son tried to run away, but Jeezy's bodyguards stopped him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, I guess he told his son that he was going to kill him and said that I'll put a bullet in your head right now. I think he's serious, too. Like, he probably meant it. Well, this is the thing, though, is what I don't understand is that I guess this was a filing in court, and it says that it happened in September of 2012. 
So huh. his jury, his uh, or his um, lawyer must have been blocking this from coming out for a while now. But I don't blame him. And then I guess what? when he went to jail, they only they only made his bail forty five thousand dollars, which is like which for him is nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing for him at all. <laughs> like what the fuck? I'm just wondering. Like I'm picturing a situation where you have a son and you beat him up, punch him, throw him into a shower. And he runs, and that's not good enough. So your bodyguard has to grab him. Yeah, I. That's. I mean, yeah. Like, hey, I'm not done beating up this child yet. Grab him and let me beat him up some more. So, you know are, how old he is? Like, do we know? Uh, I mean, I'm looking. Let's see. It doesn't say. Doesn't matter. Like, it's really fucked up. No matter what, I'm just wondering. Yeah, it doesn't really say how old he. Is. He looks pretty. Like, I mean, he probably he looks in this picture they have. Probably around 18, maybe. But the fact that he said he would put a bullet in his head, and he said, if I could get away with it, I'd kill you. (laughs) What? That's a little unnecessary. Yeah, that's fucked up. (laughs) Do we know why why this started? Nah, I mean, who knows? It doesn't really say. It just says, like, the things that Jeezy did. I mean, I'm I'm guessing, you know, his son was being a little shit or something, but you you still don't beat somebody up dumb. You're going to kill him. No, you you definitely don't do that ever. Not ever the proper response for almost any situation. No, ever. absolutely not. <laughs> oh, man. Right, this is some good news stories you got. I can't even imagine what this terrible one is. No, uh, go ahead and hit me with it. Yeah, you can't imagine what it is. All right. So there's a sequel to a movie coming out that you'll be really excited about. Uh, what is it? Think back to the the heyday of 2009. And 2009? Yeah. And uh, what was one of the worst movies to ev- to come out? I mean, probably ever, but actually, actually came out that year, that summer. Oh man, I'm trying had to. Think. to do like, with, I know it's probably some obvious. It had to do with a mall. Paul Bart Mall Cop. Yeah, there's a sequel coming out. No, there's not. Yeah, there is. It really is true. Like our society is getting dumber, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Considering that Paul Blart Mall Cop was one of the top twenty grossing films of two thousand nine. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. At first, I thought you were going to say there were going to be a sequel to the Marmaduke movie. I don't know which is worse at this point, that or Paul Blart, but I'm upset either way. I want. I mean. I don't. I want you to understand the things that came out that year, okay? All right. All right? Let's just have a couple of different things. I mean, there's not a whole lot of great movies that came out that year, but for that to be in the top 20 movies that came out in 2009, okay? Uh, Avatar came out that year. Oh, that's probably number one, too. Yeah, it was number one, but the fact that... It shares the distinction of the top 20 grossing movies of 2009 with Paul Blart Mall Cop. And what's funny about that is, is I think Avatar is a piece of shit. No, movie, uh, at least like, yeah. at least it's like a technical achievement of graphics and some other interesting thing. Yeah, it absolutely is a pile of shit. And I mean, 2009 was a pretty bad movie for or a bad year for movies in general. But yeah, like think about this. Okay, the movie Up, which I love, and I'm sure you do as well, came out that year. And it, it shares that distinction. The top 20 grossing, the highest grossing movies of 2009. That's like legitimately depressing. Yeah, it really is. It's just like, I, like, I love the movie Taken. Do you understand oh, that Paul Blart Mall Cop beat that movie at the box office? No, it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Oh, man. Taken, Taken is... Taken, might, I think, is one of the best action movies to come out in 10 years. Oh, yeah, I would totally agree with that. That and The it, Raid it, Redemption, those two. Yeah, The Raid is The Raid, which next week we'll need to talk about how badass the new Raid movie looks. Oh, God, it looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, it looks incredible. I can't wait. But, uh, which, but anybody the- listening, if you haven't seen The Raid, now, if you don't like action movies, like, honestly, don't waste your time because it's one of my favorite movies, but mm-hmm. it's, it, it is purely an action movie. Yeah, there's not, yeah, I mean, it if has. If you don't this- like an action movie, you won't like it. But if yeah. you do like action movies and haven't seen it, Oh, God, yeah, watch it immediately. Justin would agree with me that it, it literally is in the top five, if not three, action movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing can compete with it. But yeah. yeah, if you don't like action movies, don't bother. 
I think uh, the action starts within literally three to five minutes of the movie starting and doesn't stop until it's over. Yeah, no, not at all. And it's the like, plot it, is about as deep as a video game. Yeah, and it's about 85 minutes long, and it's amazing. I mean, the plot, I'll actually just tell you right now, if you haven't watched it, it's basically in, what, does it take place in China? Uh, it's Indonesia, yeah. Indonesia, okay, so uh, there's like this drug kingpin, and he legit owns an entire apartment building, and he lives in the top floor. And basically police get there and have to fight their way through people yep. to get the top floor to kill them. And that's it. And it doesn't <coughs> need to be anything more. No. And the movie basically starts with them pulling up to the building. Within three minutes they break in and you just – your breath does not let up until it stops. And it's no. not just shooting. It's got kung fu. It's got like knife fights, gun battles. And there's just never been anything like it. It's like yeah. Die Hard 1 on steroids. Yeah. It's so awesome. It's the greatest. It's and the sequel I think I'm interested in is because when I heard it was going to be a trilogy, I was like, cool, but I mean, they're going to have to do something with it. And it's like they know they knew better, which I'm happy is the second one looks to have less action, but still amazing action and finally, like, you know, kind of continue and develop a plot. And I think that's very smart. To yeah. Because, I mean, there are things that happen in the first one. Don't, I mean, there don't. Are. Like, there is plot. Know. It's just, it's, uh, it's not mindless. It's just that no. the plot is unfolding as you're yeah. just seeing crazy action. Right. Oh. It just, yeah. Exactly. But you couldn't have three a trilogy of that without expanding on it more. No, not at all. There wouldn't have been anything to do it. Here's two other movies that I, I like. Well, I mean, I don't really like this. I, I'm one of the people who doesn't really like Inglorious Bastards, but I still I'm, thought it would make more money than Paul Blart Mall <laughs> I, I'm. It didn't make more money than that? No. It's actually like pretty far behind it. I am with you, and I think you and I are in a huge minority, I've realized, is that Inglourious Bastards, I think, is overall not very smart and kind of a boring movie. Yeah, I agree. And I didn't hate it. I saw it in the theater, and I was like, that was fine. I'll probably never watch it again. I don't need to. Yeah. And here's the problem is, I do like Quentin Tarantino. I, I know you do, too, to yeah, a degree. Yeah, I do. But the problem with Quentin Tarantino is he's one of those weird directors that people will just give a pass, and no matter what he does, people that like Quentin Tarantino... We'll give his a, a new movie as five stars. I feel like before they see it. Oh yeah, um, there's no doubt and, about that. Like, I love, love, love some Quentin Tarantino movies, and some I think are just not my thing. Like even some of the old ones. Like I think I love Jackie Brown. Yeah. I love Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I think the Reservoir Dogs is a pretty boring movie, and most people think I'm crazy. I mean, Reservoir Dogs is one of my favorite movies ever, but I also understand why people wouldn't like it. Like, it's, yeah, like, I think some of the dialogue is great, and, like, the action is brutal when it's there, and Steve Buscemi and everybody does a great job, but, like, just to me, like, it just doesn't do for me what it does to a lot of people. But then what's weird is, I think people that love Quentin Tarantino, and most of them, for some reason, I'll say Jackie Brown, like, that's the one I haven't seen. I'm just like, why? Yeah, I love it's Jackie so Brown. Good. Jackie Brown's one of my favorite movies, period. Yeah. I don't think Kill Bill 1 and 2 are great. People think I'm crazy. No, they're good. I like them. They're fine. You know. They're fine. They're what they are. And then, I mean, Pulp Fiction is amazing, I think. It's just hard to deny. But a lot of people don't like it, too. So, I don't know. Quentin Tarantino is fine. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Everybody's allowed to ha- like like and dislike whatever they want. But yeah, I also, definitely. yeah, I don't need to hear about, like, I don't need to hear people go, what, you don't like Inglorious Bastards? Like, for the 400 millionth time. Because I just okay. don't like it. Yeah, and the thing about Glorious Bastards is like people get, act like I'm crazy, and I'll be like, "What's so good about it?" And they'll just be like, "Everything." I'm like, "That's not an answer." Yeah, that's not an answer at all. Not Actually, anything. not everything. <laughs> Here's the thing: not everything is good about it. The reason why oh, not everything is good about it is because the the previews for that movie made it seem like it was going to be like the Dirty Dozen or something like that. This is going to exactly. be like his like his his sort of revisionist history action movie, like set in World War II. What it actually was was about twenty minutes of that and an hour and a half movie in the middle about a French girl who wanted revenge on Hitler, like, yes. and and not even in a good way, in the most boring way possible. Absolutely. Like, and, uh... yeah. So I I just uh, I know people disagree with that, and I understand that people hate when you blah 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 blah. But don't fucking write us and tell us that you like that movie and that. You have to do, you know, nobody cares about that. And what I hate is people that, like, you can have your opinion. I don't care. 
we have a podcast, people disagree. And I listen to podcasts that I love sometimes, but I'll be like, that guy's an idiot. He's Yeah, wrong. absolutely. I just, I hate when people try to convince you, like, you don't need to try to explain to me why Inglorious Bastards is a good movie. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. I agree. Like, it's fine. I love Josie and the Pussycats. I, I no, I I fucking yeah, I think that that is one of the best uh one of the best movies. It's also one of the best like movies about like subverting culture that what I was going to say is I won't try to convince anybody to think about it, but I tell people like that's a kids movie. I'm like, "No, you need to go back yeah. and realize that Josie and the Pussycats was so far out of its time is that it basically is explaining how the media and like money, people with money make kids of our generation think they like things and it's such a clever movie that's so true yeah i i completely agree with that because it I they 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 took they took money from corporations and made a movie <laughs> about how corporations are fucking awful like yeah and it's so good and true and they did kind of disguise it as like more of a kid's movie and i think that's why it's brilliantly awesome yeah it and also the music's really good in it so Oh my gosh! Not only is Josie and the Pussycat songs great because they're written by the girl from Letters to Cleo, but I mean, oh yeah, Du Jour. Oh yeah, Backdoor Lover, the great boy band in there with their song Backdoor Lover. Yeah, it might actually be the only movie that I've ever ha- seen Seth Green in that I wasn't super fucking pissed off that he was in. My, you never saw Austin Powers then? <laughs> yes, I did. Because that movie was good. <laughs> um. Since we only have a few minutes left, because I have to go soon, um, we have questions on a Tumblr I totally had forgotten about that we can do. Do we? Yeah, if you want. Um, they're not that. They're not that hard. They're not that. They probably won't be that long of a thing. Um. So. Uh, this Matt 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 Brinkerhoff, who's asked a question before, uh, asks if I do comedy anywhere outside of Cincinnati. And he'd like to come to a show in the Boston area. And uh, he's the guy who asked if he should go outside and break all of his mixtape stuff a couple weeks ago. I wonder if he did that. Let's ask him. Nah, he ask said, him. He's, listen to this man. You, he, said he, he said he decided not to. Oh, he's a sissy. <laughs> um, the answer is that sometimes I do, but only if I'm invited. So if you know comedians in Boston and you want me to come there, tell them to get a hold of me and I will come there. And yeah, I'll... people listening to this should actually definitely hit Justin up to all the town stuff because he's very funny, and there's a lot of stand-up comedians that aren't very funny. A oh lot yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them. Have you ever seen Vegas right now where I am and making like millions of dollars? Yeah, I know. I was about to say, have you seen the billboards <laughs> for Eddie Griffin doing Vegas? Because he is, and I don't understand how because he's fucking terrible. Because like he's real funny. Oh yeah, I forgot. Undercover Brother was one of the funniest movies ever made. What's the guy with the uh, with the with the puppets? Oh God, Jeff Dunham. Yeah, he has oh, like great. a he has like a residency <laughs> in Vegas right now. He lives there. Yeah, he does. And also, I will tell you that right now, I'm convinced uh, Celine Dion is doing a thing at one of the casinos here. Yeah. And I need to get a picture to send to you because the picture of her on the sign is just Jennifer Aniston. Oh, did they like Photoshop her so much that it doesn't even look so like her anymore? It, it is not Celine Dion. I just don't know how to explain it. It's, it's really funny. I. It's absolutely hilarious. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't even. I I hate her so much. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it other than I just. But her don't heart like will her. go on, Justin. <sighs> Great. So will that fucking movie, and so will everybody talking about how that movie's really good forever and ever. Titanic. Yeah. Man, you see a boob. <laughs> oh great <laughs> it's also kate winslet who if you watch heavenly creatures you could see it all the time if you wanted to uh, um all right well, matt the question is yeah book justin in boston because uh and do it in a day when i'm there and then i'll just not play my show and i'll come hang out. <laughs> i'm sure that, i'm sure people will be really happy if you just <laughs> just canceled and didn't tell them well no, i'm telling them right now oh okay <laughs> then I nobody can't. will buy tickets or whatever Right, right. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks, Matt, for your question. Um, yeah, thanks, Matt, asshole. <laughs> yeah, go break your mixtape stuff. Do it. Um, the uh, girl who's messaged us before, the littlest Avenger, asked uh, this question. Um, 
You guys have always been cool about answering my questions, but now it's time to get serious. We were due to have our baby in February. He will be a man named Archer, and we stick and we're stuck with a decision to circumcise or not to circumcise. Do you dudes have an opinion? What's the point? I figure you guys could have fun talking about cut off penis skin. Thanks, dudes. Love always, Cody and Haley. Well, we do. Well, first of all, I don't think that your guy's baby's a man. No, it's actually a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's a child. Don't make the mistake of letting it sit in a pool unattended or you know it's going to happen. They're going to see a guy fucking a pool. For yeah. And you don't want that to be Are the you first. Justin and I for advice whether or not you should circumcise your baby. Yeah, child. here's the thing. This is the fourth time in less than a month I've had this question asked to me. I didn't I... know that there was even a thing that was happening where there was a movement of people who weren't having their kids circumcised anymore. I would say, yeah, I guess, like, I, I I don't have a good answer. I guess, yeah, you probably should because, like, I don't want to sound racist, but I hate Jewish people. Oh, yeah, God, they're just horrible. But, you know, they did have a good idea with the circumcision thing, so. And, yeah, so I, uh, yeah, I, I think you should have your kids circumcised. I don't see why not. I think... That little worm with its helmet attached looks kind of weird, if not. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I guess to answer this would be, like, do if you watch, like, a, a porn video and you see a guy with an uncircumcised penis and you don't want to fucking throw up, then I guess don't get your kid's penis circumcised. Because, like... Yeah, that's a good you know, idea. You guys should do that together. Yeah, watch Make that. You know, watch a bunch of uh, videos of, like, a guy in Europe that's speaking really badly broken English... And wearing what he says are hidden camera glasses, but it's clear that he's just carrying a camcorder with him. And he's offering girls, like, you know, a bunch of money in a, a bunch of euros over in, like, the Czech Republic or whatever. And, uh, you know, when he pulls out his dick and it's, like, covered up with that weird skin, it looks like a, like a flesh volcano at the top. And they start, like, pulling it back and pulling it back and it never seems like the skin's gonna end, you know? And he keeps going, oh, this are nice, yeah, this nice, like that, over and over. And if you still think that you want your kid to turn into a fucking creepy European guy, then be, by all means, don't get his penis circumcised. But if you want to be a reasonable adult and don't want him to spread diseases around and have problems in the future. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put it this way. Um, I, I understand that you live in America. But if you don't have your kid circumcised, he'll turn European and you don't want that. Yeah, exactly. Do you really want your kid to have like a weird spotty mustache and like wear tracksuits everywhere he goes all the time? And kidnap Liam Neeson's daughter. Yeah, exactly. You don't want him to do that. And then hook his, his daughter's friends on his friend on drugs and then kill her. And then Liam Neeson finds out. But then for no reason doesn't tell her parents or anything that she's dead. <laughs> That's true. So, I think I think that's answered that question pretty well. Yeah, I would say so. Um, the question is, yeah, you should circumcise your kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think so. And here's what I say to people that say that kid isn't old enough to decide. You shouldn't decide for him. Like that's called being a parent. Yeah, exactly. And that's is a it, stupid argument. Uh, I hate when people say it. You know, that kid's not old enough to decide if he wants to look both ways before crossing the street. I don't think you should decide <laughs> for him. Exactly. Hey, that kid's not old enough to decide if he's if he's holding that gun correctly, pointing at his face. I don't think you should decide for him. Right, exactly. It's a stupid, stupid argument. And I, yeah. So you should you should have your kid circumcised. I think. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, so think you should show me how to mock a Raina. <sighs> no one wants to do that thing. What about the chicken dance? Um, no. What about uh, the Charlie Brown? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> our friend Jerry Legend sent us a uh, animated gif of Guy Fieri doing some sort of karate pose, which is horrible, and I hate him for it. And then he also says that uh, Nirvana is still the most overrated band of all time. Um, or that we should explain to people that they are. Now, I I agree uh, to some extent, I, but they're not the most overrated band yeah. of all time. Let's. That's a two part. That's a two part answer for yeah. sure. Like I don't, I don't love Nirvana. Um, I don't particularly like Nirvana. I think In Utero has some good songs on it. Um, 
but there's definitely more overrated bands in Nirvana and much worse bands. Oh yeah, there are far, far worse bands in Nirvana. I don't like Nirvana, and I don't care if people want to think that's stupid. Because for some reason, Nirvana is one of those bands where when I say I don't like them, people act like I just like don't get it or something. It's that. It's that fucking. It's the same. It's the Beatles thing all over again. Yeah, it is. That's it all is. it is. It's just like like I don't like I don't have to like every fucking thing that's influential. I just don't. I do like Nirvana, but I don't like you know what I mean. Like I don't have to sit around and act like. Oh, you know, Led Zeppelin influenced all these things. I have to like them now. I don't. I think Led Zeppelin sucks. Yeah, I, I just I simply don't have to like things just because people say that it's influential or that I should like them. You know? No, you don't. But and yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say they're the most overrated band of all time. All time, I can't even most, say what I think the most overrated band of all time is. It would be like, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, like, honestly, who knows who the most overrated band of all time is? It's such an opinionated thing. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say Black Sabbath. Yeah, that's nice. I don't completely disagree with you. Yeah, I mean, as far as my opinion goes, and I know people have separate opinions, and they always say this to me like, oh, didn't you hear this song? But what What about this? And it's like, you know what? I don't. I just don't care. It doesn't impress me. None of it's that great to me. I mean, I've had, I've been, I've been made to listen to it on many, many occasions and on many road trips, and I've heard their entire discography and all this shit, and I don't care. I understand it influenced a ton of stuff, but it doesn't, you know, whatever, man. Fine. Great. It did. But to me, hearing all these fucking people talk about it and constantly bringing it up and, like, you know, everybody's still buying Black Sabbath shirts 40 years after the fucking fact and, like, talking about it, like, today, like, it's the greatest thing, as good as it was you know, a couple, like, you know, years ago, it's not good to me. And I Black think they're Sabbath overrated. Crazy Train might be, like, one of the most annoying songs ever. Well, I think that that's just an Ozzy Osbourne song. Oh. Was there a difference? I, I mean, I guess Black Sabbath was more of a metal band. I don't know. We can all lump, <laughs> we can just lump it all together. I don't give a shit. Ozzy Osbourne, in general, is the most overrated human being. Yeah, and the people that, like, actually defend, like, Black Sabbath when I say that are like, well, they're guitar players. Like, that's fine then. Okay, maybe they're a guitar player. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, but, I mean, you could say guitar player about any fucking band. You know what I mean? Like, if we're going to go down to, like, individual members, that doesn't mean anything. You know? I don't know. That's just so stupid. Like, the the constant retreating to, like, this thing is is the reason or this thing is the reason. It's like... Can't you just take things as a whole and be like, yeah, like they're good or they're not good, or I like them because I like them, but you don't have to shove it in my face all the fucking time. You can't because we live in a generation now, and I've learned this from touring and being in a semi-successful band, is that you can't do that because anytime you want to be honest nowadays or just be funny, people get really offended and go, why can't you just like support bands in general and have something nice to say? It's like, because why do I always have to say something nice? Also, because that's not the way the world fucking works. No, exactly. Like, you can't just act like everything has to be so politically fucking correct and positive all the time. Because it's not. The world the world is fine, whatever, if you like where you are in life and stuff like that. But if you want to take, like, an yeah, aggregate view of the entire world, the world's kind of a pile of shit a lot of times. And not everyone's going to be nice to you. And you don't deserve to have people be nice to you all the fucking time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if somebody comes up to you and and says that they don't like something you did, it's also your right to be like, well, tough shit, I did it, I like it. You know what I mean? Like, like if the... If I'm telling I you right now, I've literally had people do this, and this is what blows my mind. I've done an interview before where people ask me a question about a band. Yeah. I'll say I think that band sucks. Right. And then they'll literally say things like, well, I don't get why you'd say that. And I'm like... You just fucking asked me. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? If you don't want my fucking opinion, don't utter words in my general direction. There's like, like, it would be, okay, like if, uh, like this is the thing. If I think that Black Sabbath is overrated and I went up to Ozzy Osbourne and I told him that and he told me to go fuck myself, it's well within his rights to do so because it's his Absolutely. art and not my art. If he doesn't think that his band's overrated, then that's fine. But if I do, I can also have that opinion. 
everyone's allowed to like whatever they want to, but they also, you know, other everyone's allowed to also have their opinion. You can't just have everything be a fucking bowl of cherries all the time. That's boring as shit. If everything was, if everything, we had to act like everything is good all the time, then all you would be able to go to the movie theater and see is Paul Blart Mall Cop. Well, that, and like, if you want to talk to a band, she was going to say, yeah, I mean, I support all bands, and I'm just happy that anybody's creating music. That's fine. You'll find a lot of fucking sissy lying bands that'll say that nowadays. Yeah. I'm just not the guy that's going to do that. No. Because I don't get it. People say stuff like, well, I'm not going to make fun of any band or, like, anything, because you got to respect anybody that has the guts to get up there and write a song. Like, no, I don't. No, you absolutely don't fucking don't. I don't have to do don't. that at all, actually. No. I have a right to not do that. I don't. Time, I'm not a hypocrite. Yeah. Because I don't expect that anyone should respect me or mixtapes or my band just because we exist. No. If you like the songs, yeah. Then I really appreciate that. I put yeah. a lot of time into them. But if a band thinks we suck, I'm not offended. That's why I'm not a hypocrite. It's no. fine. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's the same as anything. Is like, is like, look, you know. I mean, I know I, I've I've gone into this before, but the thing is, is that like. If you want to critique me, if I'm on stage and I get off stage and you want to critique me, fine. That's great. At least you right. listened for long enough to have an opinion. If you didn't listen and you want to critique me sight unseen, you're a fucking idiot and an asshole. And you have no reason right. to have an opinion. But the thing is, is that that's the wonderful thing about art. Is that if somebody watches your shit or looks at your shit and doesn't like it and they want to say something to you, you're also allowed to say something back. But you're also allowed to have an opinion on other people's art as well. Like, you don't have to be super nice to everybody all the fucking time. Everyone should have to eat a bowl of shit once in a while or else they're never going to appreciate anything. Right, and this kind of almost goes back to which next week we will discuss minimally. I don't want to give it more attention than it's already stupidly had. But the whole Duck Dynasty case, where I learned oh, that Jesus. most people I know yeah. don't understand what freedom of speech means. Yeah. And I don't want to touch on it too much because it's already so overdone. But next week, I will give my one little opinion that's not even angry or like political. It's just me laughing at the entire situation because I think from every side of that situation, it's absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah. I agree. Is, is all there is to it. Like, I'm not offended by anything. I'm not even offended by what he said. I'm not offended of him getting fired. I'm just, I laugh. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm not offended by what he said because he's right. And basically, <laughs> if you're gay, you're the same as a pig. Are, you, are you Stan Lee? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, we got one last question, and then I got I got. I was go. actually going to say, I just talked to Mike Mark and Rejects. He is going to call in next week, and we're okay. going to have a nice long our conversation with them. That's fine. That, that works for me. Um, Which I think we'll be later in the week because I'll be getting back from Los Angeles Tuesday or Wednesday, but is that fine with you? Yeah, that's fine. Um, I mean, we the only day I can't do is Thursday because it's my birthday. Oh. Oh, I, know it I know it's your birthday. <laughs> we're going to do a special birthday episode the day before or day after, and we're going to have the guy from Montclair Ejects calling, and he's like a star, so it's going to be a good birthday present for you. Oh, good. Uh, maybe he'll uh, do one of those things like how you can get like uh, some like celebrity to record your voicemail greeting for you, you now, like that thing. Maybe he'll give do. you. Maybe he'll give you hell. <laughs> oh God, stop! Are you gonna um, be his dirty little secret? Well, I think we should just move along. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> so our friend uh, uh, Kirby, who is I am a Kirby on Tumblr. Um, That's a creepy name. Yeah, it's because it makes me think that he is a Kirby, like from Kirby. Yeah, like you know. a Kirby. I'm not a Ryan. I'm just yeah. Ryan. But, Kirby, uh, get with the program, asshole. <laughs> uh, he says this. What are your thoughts on utilizing blatantly improper grammar to satisfy the meter of a song? It drives me nuts to hear strange noun-verb disagreements of excessive double negatives. Yet it is so common that I think it's done purposely. Is this just a weird pet peeve of mine, or is there some method to this madness? Common examples, she don't understand, or ain't never going back to, something like that. I, I don't, I think it's kind of a strange pet peeve. It doesn't bother me at all. I think songwriting is songwriting. Yeah, I mean, th this is like one of those things that, um, it's just a thing that, it like hooks your ear and you just don't like it. It dissatisfies you, you know, as far as songwriting goes. Right. But I mean, I don't give a shit about it. If it if it works, it works, you know. Like if I like the song, I'm gonna like it regardless. Like that's the thing is yeah. like like no effects, like Fat Mike does that constantly. 
like all the time, like not with the double negative things, but he does a thing that would annoy me really bad where he ends a sentence prematurely to start the next sentence with the word he was supposed to I, end that sentence I with. That too. Yeah. I and say, I, I know yeah. you know too, a good example, speaking of young Jeezy is a lot of people go crazy because he he'll rhyme like the same word four times in a row. Oh yeah. And I normally, and it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. Normally, yeah, normally I would hate the fuck out of that, but I like him so much that, like, I love that. I think it yeah, sets it him apart, you know? But, yeah, I mean, I think everybody has things that annoy them about, like, songs, but that doesn't... I mean, not to me, anyway. I don't think it's necessarily weird. I bet you could find a bunch of people who are fucking assholes like you that think that. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I think that's just going to be an opinion. I don't think you're weird because... I think that's just such an opinion question that there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah, I agree. I personally do not get bothered by that. No. But I might be a hypocrite as I think it's such a case-to-case basis. Is then again, if maybe if it's the right song or band, I might notice it and get bothered by it. But off the top of my head, no. Let's just say that there is a right or wrong answer and he's wrong and we're right. Yeah, Kirby, you're wrong. Yeah. You are a Kirby and you're wrong. And now you have to go watch the Jabberwockies for two hours. Oh, God. They're still, like, around, like... Not only are they around, we actually were just driving, is, like, uh, at the hotel across from MGM, I don't know which one it is, one of the major ones, their name is, like, huge across the Las Vegas skyline, like, on the side of the building. I don't... As is, and I didn't know this, at the MGM also, David Copperfield still has a huge show. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just a normal... I feel like ever since Siegfried and Roy, you know, kind of left or whatever, uh, that, like, he kind of took up where they left off. And I don't understand how Calvin Harris is as big as he is, but his face is also on the side of the MGM. Who is that? Um, he's a musician. I don't know any songs off, off the top of my head, but I know he's huge and like is big on the radio now. And you probably recognize the songs because it's like definitely something we would talk about on this podcast, but he's really generic and terrible. He doesn't sing that awful song or that... That Avicii song, does he? He's not the guy. I always get him and Avicii mixed up, and I think he actually does sing that song. Is He's the one, work me, work me. Yes. That yeah, song? Cal- I fucking Cal- hate that guy. Yeah. That guy's an asshole. Oh, my God. That is, ugh. And now he spawned this entire thing that's happening, this um, country dance hall music now, where Absolutely. they have, like, techno beats and, and, and uh, like, country stuff. It's everywhere. It's not just that song. I mean, that song's all over the fucking place all the time. But now I see it on commercials all the time, like new songs coming out all the time that sound like that. And it's like, that's what makes me think that there's some bizarre conspiracy within music that, like, some dudes somewhere on, like, a, you know, like, doing weird drugs in a boardroom somewhere, like, they hear a thing and they're like, we're going to make this popular now. And then they do. Because how does a song become that popular, and then all of a sudden there are songs on the radio that sound like that when that style of music wasn't a real thing six months ago. I agree. I agree, and it's disappointing. And I was going to say, I know you have to go to me, I was going to say, but uh, next week I would like to talk. We're going to have Mike from All American Rejects next week for sure. I just talked to him. We're going to, I want to talk about some new records, a new Lawrence Arms record. I just listened to the whole thing yesterday. Yeah, I was going to listen to it tomorrow. You should do that, and we'll talk about it. And we have a lot of other things to cover, obviously, because today we just scratched the surface of uh, fucking pool toys. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't wait to do that. So, um, if you have a lot of squeaking during next week's episode, you'll know. <laughs> I'm going to have to let you know. I will let you know uh, how absent is. I've never been to a show like this, so we'll see. Yeah, well, have fun at the fucking awful circus. For the price it costs, they'd better set themselves on fire and give me absinthe. Oh, I hope they set themselves on fire for you. I hate you. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Thank everybody. Thank you for coming back to Big yeah. Snackers. We're back for good now, weekly. Season two. Yeah. Uh, next week we have a bona fide, our, probably our biggest celebrity yet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask him if Tyson Ritter just acts that way. Um, on television, or if he's like that all the time, like he is in interviews and things like that. I'm going to ask him how much coke he does, because, man, that guy got real skinny. <laughs> That's true. I don't... Yeah. Uh, I, I I feel like there's probably a lot. Yeah, so... Uh, 
All right, next week we'll talk to uh, the Axe Slinger of All American Rejects and talk about a lot of records. Maybe we'll try to get Brendan Kelly on here. I'd like to ask him some Lawrence Arms questions. I can't decide if that guy seems funny or like a complete asshole. Mm, I think it's probably 50-50. I do too, and most people, when I say that for some reason, look at Brendan Kelly as if he's like this punk rock god, and if I say he seems kind of like a dick, people get really offended, and I don't know why. So I would love to actually talk to him. Yeah, I would too. I just uh, I, why anybody would get I, offended about that seems odd to me, but I don't know. I just he I follow him on Twitter and I get that his account's supposed to be funny and sometimes he says really funny things and sometimes he says things where I think he wants you to think he's being sarcastic, but like he seems like really bitter of and jealous of other bands to the point where I don't think he's being funny. Oh, yeah. I'm certain <laughs> that that's the case cuz they yeah, kind I'm of had that sure. They kind of had that era where they could have been really huge, and then it just didn't happen, you know? And, and I so like I'm he's sure. very upset about that, which is fine, but I would just like to talk to him. Well, so he shouldn't. Tell Brendan from Lawrence Arms to get a hold of us. He shouldn't, have, he shouldn't have let Neil sell all his fucking songs to Rise Against him. Maybe they could have That's been. Exactly. I would love to ask him about that. That's a good question. Um, uh, anyway, well, everybody, just uh, thanks for listening. Rate us on iTunes and subscribe and. Uh, Go ask us questions on Tumblr. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, at Big Snackers. Please do, and be ready within the next two or three weeks for Justin and I to start our burlesque show. Yeah. I don't know what... Um, I can't think of like a good thing that it'll be called, but... Ryan and Justin wear panties and fuck. Yeah, that's probably good for a burlesque show, because, you know, that's what burlesque is all about, is wearing panties and fucking... Yeah! I mean, uh, only if you're, like, kind of a gross chick with bad tattoos. And I am. That's true. You are. So <laughs> it looks like we got ourselves a burlesque show. We just need to book Guys, a theater. In a week with uh, a way longer episode than this, and hopefully this kills some time at your work or in your drive to or from work or whatever you do. And uh, don't murder anybody. Yeah, please don't. Well, and, uh, we- unless they're fucking a pool toy, and then... No, I think the parents of the neighbor should be murdered more so. Yeah, that's true. Don't leave your children unattended in the pool in Hamilton. Yeah, twenty in the morning. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks we'll for listening. See you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.